0: No ketchup, no ketchup. No ketchup, no ketchup.
1: What's really good, my people? Welcome to No Catch Up Sports Talk, via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little, Big Nick the Quick. With me, as always, we got a lot to talk about. You know, it's summer; it's slow. We're on here every couple weeks, but we got a lot to break down today. NBA free agency part two, aka Dame Time. Dame Lillard still has not quote-unquote picked a destination has not been traded to a destination will he land in a random spot will he eventually get to miami we will find out summer league is in full effect uh victor Wimbanyama has had a couple games and he that's a mixed performance some may say the summer league takes are always scorching hot we'll talk about some of those (laughs) and the nba also announces the nba cup the rules are broken down. The group stage odds are out. We could talk about how you feel about the tournament. Is it going to mean anything? Should it mean something, or is it just a little fun thing to have? We'll, we'll, we'll break that down. Of course, we're in Chicago, Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald gets fired. Hazing incidents, racism, culture—all types of stuff going on in the Northwestern football program. He initially got broke off for a couple of weeks. Got suspended. He has now been fired from uh, his post as the head coach at Northwestern football. We'll talk about that. We'll close it out with a little fun. How locked in are we going to be on the Netflix quarterback <coughs> show? We got a couple things to break down. No catch sure on sports on Chicago. Let's get to it. Big Nick, the quick. What's goody? How we feeling? What's going on, man?
0: Man, back in recovery mode. Look, I feel like uh, I don't know if you felt like this last week, but whenever a holiday falls in the middle of the week, especially (laughs) if it's the Fourth of July, like the rest of the week is uh, is tough, man. So I feel like I'm finally finally getting back into the group, finally
1: getting back into the swing. Yeah. Yeah, Also, shout out Sean
0: Sean for coming through last week too, man. Sean uh, Sean crossed the city border, came through, kicked it, man. I wish I could say the the same for Nick.
1: You know what I'm saying? Nah, I had a little stuff, birthday man. party. I had a little birthday party. See, this is the thing about if y'all don't notice about Nick. Nick <laughs> gives you flack if you don't come up to his place, but he never leaves his spot. He never leaves his side of town. So I'm he gonna give you a hard around time, around if time if man. you don't come up to his side I'm of town. Move, but I'm move around but he'll never, a time. he never comes to, he never comes down to the city. He never makes I, his way. I got
0: every, you see, I got everything I need, man. It's never so
1: makes his way this way. So I'm,
0: I'm good where I'm at. Don't get it. Don't get it confused. <laughs> you know
1: what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but yeah, no, it was fun. Stopped by Big Nick the Quicks Fourth of July. It's a good time. It's always nice to just go chill, relax, have a couple sure. beers, have a couple yeah. couple of wings, and do the whole thing. I was uh, one thing that doesn't get old as well. I was on shout out my guy Jason Hayward. took me on the boat last night. A nice Chicago summer evening rolling down the river. Unbeatable. Unbeatable. Has yet to used, be
0: did you ever used to take uh shout out our guy Will Runzel? Did you ever used to take his pop's boat down to like the games and down like Soldier Fields? No, like I that. never did that. Oh I never my did God, that. Love one year we uh one year we actually got a ride from his brother, shout out Coop, uh gave us a ride from Lollapalooza back to Evanston, which was the biggest lick of all time. You ever tried to leave Lala? Yes, yeah, go north, it's Forget about it. Yeah. Uh, we took the boat back at like midnight. It was love. So, yeah, it's un, 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 unbeaten for sure. If I had the bread, i definitely cop. The, uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: it was. Yeah, I'll shout out Chris Chelios. Saw Chris Chelios on the the on the. On on Chelios still on a getting in well. the city? Chelyos still out still here? Still kicking it, man. Shout out to Legendary. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Shout out Jay Hey, We stopped, got some food, kicked it, did the whole up and down, the river up and down. Just the the different views of the city, man. Always, sure. always spectacular. Best city in the world, Chicago, Illinois. Let's jump into it. NBA free agency part two. I just want to focus on Dan Lillard because I think that's the only move that's really left. We talked about some of the other moves um, on NBA free agency part one. We didn't jump into too depth, but into too much depth because I explained I'm not a big free agent guy. I'm not a big, I'm not a big assumer. I'm not a big guesser. Let me see you on the floor. I have an opinion on it, but I'm not going to go into depth and talk very matter of fact about how this is such a good deal for said team because this, that, and the third. Let's see how folks shows up and and actually fits with the team and plays because I couldn't, it's countless, countless, countless times someone signed, big money, they show up, shit doesn't work, they don't feel like playing. It's all, all types of stuff going on. But
0: I'm thinking. Think that, also, you, you got the flip side of that too, right? Where a lot of times the big, the deals that end up making a big impact are the ones you don't even think about. A lot of fringe deals, a lot of you know seventh, eighth guys right. that end up playing a big roles. So, like
1: yeah. the Aaron Gordon deal a few years ago. It's like yes. you never would have thought that was too too big of a, a couple Amiga years. Mover.
0: Yeah, and then it's a massive deal. Actually. Ended up winning a title, win a title for sure.
1: No doubt. So Dame Lillard is not does not fit that description for me though. Dame Lillard is no joke. He's a real needle mover. It's come out reports from Portland saying that, hey, if it's going to take a few months, it's going to take a few months. We're not going to rush anything. We're not going to, you know, take a deal or something that we don't feel comfortable giving up Dame for. If we got to include one team, we'll do that. If we got to include a couple, we'll do that. Starts to get a little interesting because all that loyalty Dame is given, it's now time for the Portland to be loyal. Am I am I right or am I wrong, Big Nick to quit?
0: So I think this you're is, right. I think you're is, right on one level. This is the
1: time for Portland yeah. to be loyal because he wants cool. to go to Miami, according to tons of reports. Boge still going back and forth on different things, but it seems that Miami is still the leader in the clubhouse. Now, I would say, Nick, Dame Lillard has been very loyal to the Portland Trail Blazers, and he's been paid. This is also the flip side. He's been paid handsomely for this loyalty. Absolutely. The, the, the whole loyalty conversation, it's not like Dame Lillard has been making the veteran uh, mid-level exception yeah, and been he's loyal. Not
0: giving, he's not giving he's not doing the Tom Brady giving cash back <laughs> yes. to other guys can fit in type situation. Let's a doubt. not
1: let's not go, let's not forget about that piece. It's the Dane has been and, loyal, he's also remember, been making Top, top, top dollar from them and Adidas.
0: NBA contracts are designed and the the salary cap, the CBA is designed that you make the most money by not moving, right? You get extra years, you get extra incentives. Dame has hit every single All-NBA, all that. So Dame Dame Lillard is being paid handsomely, 100%. And all the loyalty thing, um, yeah, for sure, man, they do owe him loyalty. They owe him loyalty in the sense that we're not going to trade you to the Minnesota Timberwolves for six first-round picks or something like that, right? But I also think it's July. It's July 11th. The NBA season does not start till October. So they owe them loyalty, but they don't need to be pressed. They don't need to rush into some move because Dame wants to go to Miami. So whatever Miami throws apart, you have to make that move. Like, it's in their best interest to take their time. The pressure is really on Miami at this point in time to put together some type of trade or make whatever deals you got to make to collect whatever assets you need to make a deal with Portland. But the way I see it, if I'm Portland... I agree with what he said. I'm not pressed. I'm not I'm not going to come out here and make a deal for Dame on July 15th because he wants to leave right now. Like we got three months till the season starts. Like we need to make a deal that's going to put us in the best position. So while, yes, we will deal you and no, we're not going to deal you somewhere that you absolutely don't want to go. We're also going to make it best for us. So, hey, look, if other teams got to get involved, if we got to add in some picks, if we got to get Zach Levine somehow involved in this, if we got to get this team involved in it, that's fine. You guys figure that out. We got Dame. You want Dame. You figure out everything else. So Pat Riley, you make those calls around the league. You facilitate something, and you come to us. But I'm not pressed. I don't. I don't feel that loyal. That's like, hey, give me a Duncan Robinson and Novak Jovich, and I'm good to go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're not doing that. So yeah, yeah.
1: And that was. And that's the words of Joe Cronin, the Trailblazers GM. He said, "If it takes months, it takes months." And that's a yeah. quote from him. It is what so. it is. It is what it is. Now, does that make you, Nick, if you're Dame Lillard, feel some type of way, or is it just business is business type of type of attitude?
0: It probably does because you feel that you've been super loyal, and I think that the other thing that's starting to happen is like, look, it's been great for Dame his entire career, right? Like, as far as the situation in Portland, how he's looked at everything like that. Now you see him on Twitter clapping back, talking about, I don't know why but people don't understand, like, who did I mislead? So. It's starting to heat up in the Lillard, Lillard household right now, I feel like, and that's just something he probably hasn't dealt with before. Um, so I think in that regard, you're kind of just like, yeah, now I'm now I'm taking flack, now I'm being looked at as disloyal. The longer that this drags on, you know, the more I got to deal with. but I mean, that's just kind of what comes with it, man. I also think if we're being completely honest, I also think that Dame never really wanted to leave Portland. I think the outside noise got so loud that people telling him that he needs to leave Portland. That he was fine. And really? Like, okay, cool. Yeah, I you really think he's think caving. That. I think, yeah, bro, I think he's caving to everything around him for sure. I don't, I think he was fine being there. I think Bradley Beal was fine being in Washington. I think those guys were good where they were at. I think that it, Dame, I think Dame was forced to force his way out. I really believe that. Cause if he really wanted to get out of there, you would have been out of there the last couple of years. Like they've had, they've been rudderless for years now. You know what I
1: mean? It's been Dame. And yeah, what we said got, it, man. We said it years ago.
0: Yeah, you got nothing nothing really tangible for CJ, right? You haven't made any moves. You kept – what was the move I always talked about? We need defense, so let's keep re-signing Nurkic. You yeah. know what I mean? And that, that that's who we're going to have play the five. Like, it doesn't make sense. So. And go
1: get our guy. Who am I talking about?
0: Who, uh, Hassan Whiteside?
1: No, nah, the guy.
0: <laughs> he was up there. Who? Norman. Norman. <laughs> Oh Norman Powell, yeah. They, Norman
1: Powell. They, they yeah. Probably yeah. the <laughs> last, probably the last player in the NBA they needed Norman was, Nor, was Norman Powell, and they we went and added story. Norm Powell. Yeah, out like, of
0: Norman Powell.
1: What are these guys doing over there? You, you
0: you refuse to address defense. Yeah, and so, I mean, I think it's been like that for a while. It's but just I been think bad with cool.
1: construction, yeah.
0: I think he was cool, though. I really do think he was cool. I think that's why he's been cool. I think that's why you've never heard anything. The only noise you ever heard about Dame leaving was from everybody else but Dame up until two weeks ago when he finally said, okay, it's time to go. And it wasn't even like, uh, you know, we've seen guys really demand trades, like when you're really trying to get the fuck yeah, up out of there. he, and you're really he has it's been doing, bad. like,
1: the soft demand. It's the
0: soft demand. I'm going to put it out <laughs> to the media. <laughs> I'm not on. I'm not on there. You know, if it was certain people, are like, I'll get me out of here. You know what I mean? Ben Simmons yeah. had a cell phone in his pocket, allegedly. um But you know, this is not. This is not the hard demand of trying to get out of there. So I re- yeah, I really believe he never would have left if uh, the pressure didn't get so crazy.
1: Let me ask you this.
0: And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. He's not. It's not like he's trying to force himself to a guaranteed title either. Like he's not like yo. Put me on Boston. Put me on Golden State. Put me, on the, uh, put me on one of these top, top, top teams. Like, yo, we love Miami, but it's not like Miami's a Dame Lillard away from competing for a championship, right? Like, Or winning the title. Like, again, we love Miami, love what we saw from them last year and all that, but it's not like I'm like, if, if that's the team I want to go on to win a title, it's not like if I had my pick of the entire league.
1: Dame Jimmy and Bam in the East it's is a, strong, It's a man. great
0: squad. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm saying, if you could say one team, wouldn't it be like, hey, get me on Boston? Get me on whatever?
1: You know, Give like if a, I was just like trying to get to.
0: I, I Guaranteed title. Well, this I'm, is, a, I'm only well, well, in Portland is, to win a title. I'm only well, This is a, a loaded
1: question a because some may say Miami is the place to go to to, to get to the, the, the finals in the East. Because unless he something, feels something he feels changes.
0: fills a need right away.
1: Unless something changes with Boston where they get some type of character after losing their big character guy in Marcus Smart. It's going to be the second year for Missoula. I get that. Um I guess guys, yeah Grant Williams another guy that gives you a little edge he's going Wide gone. open Grant Williams Um wide open Grant Williams Never said anything like that, that boy that We're boy really always open A
0: man's is just open <laughs> daily nightly
1: Grant Williams open right now <laughs> He's open right now <laughs> <laughs> So there's like there's still a lot of question marks in Boston right Like maybe a team that has the least amount of questions is
0: Miami right now good point that's a good point like philly
1: lots of yeah. questions
0: philly would be another one actually that philly would be the team i was thinking yeah philly would be the one if i was like hey you can desert me in somewhere you're basically swapping me for james harden i think
1: we're yeah and i think we're starting to get to the quite there's a lot of questions in milwaukee too
0: milwaukee again hey, they I, continue to I'm bring happy back the it. same roster and i've heard a lot of teams around the dame lillard talk why have i not heard the milwaukee bucks around the dame lillard talk what what, what what's going on over there What's their they, philosophy they, as a
1: they, team? They, the philosophy is they have enough.
0: Like, I'm why t- are you? I, why are they not somehow trying to get involved in this?
1: I don't know. We've been saying that for years. It. I
0: don't they get. They weren't it. involved in Harden a few years ago. Were they involved in Durant last last summer? I don't think so. They're not involved in Lillard. It's like you have I mean, guys it, should want to play with Giannis. I understand Milwaukee's not South Beach, but guys should want to play with Giannis.
1: I think this is a classic situation where a small market team got a ring, they're not too, they're not too, too, too pressed at the, at the end of the day, they're not too, too, too pressed about what's going on and what they need to do and how they're going to get another one.
0: Well, he's about to become pressed. Cause if I'm him, I'm like, yo, what are you guys doing? This is the same roster we had literally had when we won the title and it was old that. Yeah. Right. No, for real though. And it was missing some pieces and I had to give him 50.
1: Yeah. Straight like that. And Middleton has been breaking down. We just signed. We just gave him big money. Brooke Lopez is old. He's transformed his his game. This I, is don't the same mind, I don't mind the Lopez
0: contract, but yeah, this we is the same. Okay, it's, all, a like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a two year deal. Yeah, it's a two year fine. deal. Yeah, I'm Whatever. not
1: mad at the Brook the, the Brook deal at all. But yeah, this is the same conversation we've had about Milwaukee for a while. So if you to, to talk about Dame, maybe that is the clearest. You trust the coach. You trust the GM. You, you you trust Jimmy to show up every night. Bam showed how versatile he can be when given the opportunity, and when he's playing his best game. They fill out the rest. Duncan's still there. They can fill out the rest of the roster with some guys.
0: There's a um, clear opening for a high volume scorer too. That's the other thing. Yeah. In Boston, you got to figure it out around those guys. And Golden State, you obviously have to figure out around those guys. And almost every other situation, maybe minus Philly, you got to figure cool. it out. Whereas, yeah, I mean,
1: there's just not even a slot for him, and
0: I'm in, just saying. I was just saying, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, if I'm, if you want to force your way somewhere, you know sure. what I mean. You're kind of like, hey, I'm going here, or nowhere else. But come he didn't Chicago. have the bill. He didn't have the bill. Clo- hey, hey, come on, <laughs> come on down. I love it. I love
1: it. Uh, so yeah, man. DeMar, man DeMar, I mean, DeMar,
0: Demar and Dame, man, we'd be the worst defensive team in the fucking history of them. <laughs> yeah,
1: the rest of the free agency for me is about Dame, and we'll see where he checks sure. out. And we'll talk about that when he makes his final decision. Let's move over to the Summer League before we get over to Pat Jail Northwestern and this NBA Cup. Where are you at on Summer League? When you're I watching know. Summer League, because I haven't watched too, too much. I've watched a bit. I'm not super locked, and I've been enjoying myself this summer. But, I, of course, I watched uh, Wim Banyama. I, I hey, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if it, the physicality surprised me a little bit. Because you know what's funny, Nick? If you go back throughout the years, typically the physicality part in summer league they are, is dealt with a lot better than what I saw from Victor. Like, Pat Williams was physical. Um, these are, I'll, I'll just talk about the Bulls. Wendell Carter Jr. in the summer league? I'm like, this dude is going to be a fucking monster. Yeah. And then you get to the actual game days, the actual 82, and it's like, okay, the physicality level isn't there for Victor to kind of get a little beat up physically in the summer league surprised me a bit. Performance was whatever. Didn't shoot it well from the floor in game one. How did you feel about, I guess, him? How do you feel about summer league? And then the takes that come out of summer league.
0: Yeah. So first, as far as like the physicality, hundred percent, man. I, number one, I, I I have zero reaction to any of it. I don't watch any summer league. I turned on 30 seconds of Wimbayama. He, uh, he, he dribbled to the baseline and hit a pull-up. Pull I'm sorry, not the baseline. He dribbled to the free throw line and pulled up and kind of hit like a little fadeaway jumper. And I was like, all right, good. I've seen enough. I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm here. That's fine. If he can do that in the NBA, we'll be okay. Um, as far as the physicality, look, man, first off, this dude is fresh off the plane. It's been a whirlwind for him. He, he's got all types of crazy shit going on in Vegas. He's got the Britney Spears incident. You know, he's been on a whirlwind between Paris and San Antonio and the draft. and. You know what I'm saying? Out to Vegas for Summer League. So I just feel like, number one, this is the first game in Summer League. Like, look, look, look let's chill. Um, it's the first time he's played against this kind of, I guess, American players on that on that type of stage. So, yeah, he might get roughed up a little bit, but I think he'll be fine, man. You got That's why you trust the organization and the people around him and the people who are going to get some mass on his body and all that, and he could end up being fine. Go back to what Giannis looked like when he first came in the league. He was like a stick figure. You know, you, you, again, the NBA nutritionists, all that they're going to get this guy fine. Um, I think it's hilarious, some of the takes that I saw. It's like the best thing ever for like the I told you so crowd was for Wimba to get pushed around a little bit in summer league and get dunked on and get his shit beat and yeah. all that. It was like, see, I told you this guy isn't going to be shit. Yeah. I told you he's not going to be shit. It's like, calm down. Just like we've seen guys not look good in summer league that end up being great, we've seen guys look absolutely unstoppable in summer league that could not make an NBA roster. So let's <laughs> yes, just calm exactly. down with the summer league takes, especially after one game, especially after his first game as a contracted player in the NBA. Like, let's just calm down here. Everybody's going to be going at him because that's your moment. You dunk on Victor Wimbeyama. You put Wimbeyama in the blender. You body him up. Guess what? You're on Sports Center for the next two or three days. So guys are going to be going after him. You have to trust the talent. You have to trust the fact that he's going to adjust. But some of the stuff that I saw, some of the some of the people that were celebrating or I told you so or whatever, it's like, yo, calm down. It is one game of Summer League. I don't watch Summer League. The same way you feel about some of the speculation about free agency and all that, I feel 10 times more about that than Summer League. I know I said I want to go. I just want to go and watch some basketball and be in the mix, but yeah. not because I think that Summer League matters. Who's won the last five Summer League? Give me Give me one of the last five Summer League winners.
1: Then the Bulls win one?
0: Maybe. I don't know. The Bulls could have won. The Bulls could have won. Hey, the Bulls, Bulls could have won, won all five. five.
1: <laughs> the Bulls
0: could be in the middle of a fucking 10-year summer league dynasty and I wouldn't be able to tell you because I'm not watching it. So yeah. let's just pipe down on all that. Again, you're also talking about, like, yo, you've been with your teammates for maybe 36 hours. You're running some very vanilla offense. Defensively, it's just, yo, go out there and try to block some shit. And you're playing against some guys that are really trying to make it. So, like, for them, this is life or death. The guy that yoked on Wimbayama, I don't I don't remember who it was, but I'm sure it was life or death. Like he needs to be there. I'm trying to yeah. make a roster. My kids gotta eat. Like, he'll be fine, man. Let him get into the system. Shout out Popovich, by the way, for finessing 80 million out of uh, San Antonio. What a deal. Um, but yeah, so he'll get there in the system with that great San Antonio situation, and you just gotta trust on him to make it work, man. Now, if we get to NBA games, right, and we're at game 40, game 45. And Wimbayama is still getting beat around, and it doesn't look like he's comfortable. Okay, then we could talk about that. But I'm not worried about that at all, man. The summer league takes to me are crazy. Do you remember absolutely when, crazy? You
1: remember when Trey Young? I think I I I, I want to say this is exactly what happened. His first attempt from three was an air ball, and people were like, "Yo, this guy is gonna be he's a terrible. bust." Yeah, he's a bust. He's, he's a bust. He, he, right. he took one attempt. Yeah, <laughs> four. Victor Wembanyama after the draft to win rookie to win rookie of the year was minus 225 at DraftKings after his two summer league appearances only down to minus 200 he averaged 18 10 four blocks one and a half assists on 41% shooting through two games in the summer league now on the flip side check. so how, how
0: how much of that real quick is Wembanyama struggling versus Henderson or whoever it is maybe looking looking all right
1: I mean, it only goes down twenty five cents.
0: Exactly. So I so it mean, didn't go, it didn't really go down at all. That, just that, like that we're saying,
1: this doesn't really ma- matter too too much. It's yeah. it's yeah, the books aren't taking too much. Go ahead and grab it there.
0: That's I think that's probably the best think, it'll be.
1: See, I think that if you do like Victor, I mean, yeah, I guess mine, two to one on your money or one to two on your money is not the worst, or two to one on your money is not the worst. But the field would seem like it'd be the play to me. Yeah. With with Chet being in the mix and oh, then yeah. you get Scoot, the
0: yeah. and you get
1: the rest of those guys. So that's interesting.
0: But And there is a world that Brandon Miller goes to, goes and, and averages 20 points a game.
1: Yeah, dude. Because, yeah, the game is there. Lonzo yeah. just keeps feeding him the rock and nobody oh, cares LaMelo, about LaMelo. Play- Yeah, LaMelo, excuse me. And no one cares about playing Shut the Hornets. Like so it's just a free-for-all all the time. Yeah. And no one on so, the Hornets
0: cares about playing. So, yeah. so they're free-for-all all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's uh, you know, summer league is a is a different beast. But I think, dude, I, I, part of the reason why, why I'm not super active on the NBA stuff in the summer is people just like can't stop getting the takes off. They have to get a takeoff. It's ridiculous. So, summer League is another way to get a takeoff, so they gotta get it off. So that's that that's part of that. But that also leads us into some new takes about the NBA Cup. If you're not paying attention, the NBA launched a mid-season tournament called the NBA Cup. If you're a soccer fan, it's very similar to the Champions League where there's going to be group stages on the east and the west side. The groups are going to come out. Then they play a quarterfinal, and then they'll play – the eight teams come out of the group. They go to the quarterfinals. Then they go to the semis, and then there's a final. The semi and the finals are both going to be in Las Vegas. The tournament runs the first week of November through the first week of December nationally televised all games will count towards the regular season 82 game schedule which is very interesting i thought that's a different twist in it so people will still be able to put their numbers up they'll still count towards all nba they'll still count towards your season averages your season totals for contracts and that type of thing for all-star game consideration but what are your thoughts on the in-season tournament this is going to be the inaugural season nba cup Something, uh, something else to play for. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get the numbers on the compensation breakdown um, and how much some of these teams and players will get paid if they do win the cup. But what do you think about the overall idea and having a little midseason action? Because it, it's pretty early in the season. Season starts yeah. in October. <laughs> this shit starts
0: in November. I love it. Honestly, I love it, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Silver and what they try to do. I think that. <clears throat> If you look at the NBA, uh, one of the issues the NBA have is that it's extremely popular, like it's growing in popularity. The players are extremely popular. They're extremely marketable, um, all that, but it doesn't necessarily translate to ratings for them in the regular season. That's like a long, kind of like the long been ugly secret for the NBA is the league keeps growing in popularity, but the ratings don't necessarily. So I think then what you're essentially doing is taking a bunch of regular season games and making them a lot more interesting and you're giving the players the incentive to play in them because, like you said, A, it's still going to count towards your regular season statistics. So now with some of the new stuff that they've done around, was it All-NBA and all that, and you have a minimum games requirement, it's not like these teams can really yeah. blow off games. Right? All-NBA so be- is also
1: is also not uh, – pos- it's positionless now. <clears> too. <throat> exactly. So you can have four guards on there. You can have still three. guys have three more days. of a chance
0: to make that, and we saw with contract-wise. Right. I mean, that's the difference between 50 $60, 70000000 million in some cases. Uh, They're going to count towards your regular season statistics. Look, guys care about that. Um, So it's just going to take some games that otherwise may have been born. And the NBA has success in the playoffs, right? People obviously love watching the playoffs because they feel that the games are more intense. So if you can take a handful of regular season games, make them that much more important, add in a tournament, add in some new storylines, add Add in some some intrigue. And then also what you do is you take some of these shittier teams, right? Your Orlando's and your Detroit's and those type of squads. And you make these teams these games actually matter to them. Like if you think the magic aren't gonna go hard in a game like this, if you think the pistons aren't gonna go hard in games like this, because they still have the opportunity to catch someone slipping, right? And make it to single the next elimination round of tournament. Yep. single elimination. These are still the best players of the world after so you the make group stage,
1: single elimination. Yep. Or
0: even beyond that, a team like the Bulls, where it's like, hey, this is one of our major market teams. We know they're not gonna be able to compete for a championship, but if this starts to matter to them, Maybe they get out of the group stage and all of a sudden it's like, hey, we have Chicago playing meaningless basketball and otherwise when they wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think it's a great idea. Also, look, man, you start having this little tournament and little things you want to try out around the league. Guess where you can do it in this in-season tournament. Right. We want to tinker with this. We want to tinker with that. Let's try this out in some of our tournament games. So I think for the league again, man, like it's just another way to keep it interesting and to try to bring people watching the games. They don't have a popularity problem with the league. They don't have a popularity problem with the players. The players are as famous as they've ever been. Uh, When you compare it to the NFL, like the NFL is by far the biggest league, but how many NFL players do you actually recognize, right? You probably recognize all 32 quarterbacks. You probably recognize some of your top end defensive players, some of your more out there wide receivers, but I could give you a list of the top seven rushers in the NFL last year, and I guarantee you, you and I, who watch every single NFL game, who have our YouTube TV Sunday ticket, who are geared up, probably couldn't pick some of these guys out of a lineup. Like, let's be completely honest, outside of maybe a Derrick Henry or someone that we're used to seeing. Um, so we
1: could, we could probably do quite a bit of I looked of him, but, at it. Would you? But p- even if we get down to like
0: – <laughs> Travis Etienne was number seventh in the league. Travis Etienne could walk up to me right now, shake my hand, and say, hey, I'm Travis, and I would have no fucking idea. Right? There are Bears players who could walk up to me and I have no idea who they are. I yeah. might be like, Ed, sure. buddy looks familiar, but you could take the <laughs> 70th scorer in the, in the NBA and he yeah. could walk into fucking Dunkin' Donuts and everybody would know who it is. Like, oh, that's Davis Bertans. Like, look, you know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. get a picture or like whatever. Thanks. So they have to, but people aren't watching the games like that. So you're basically making those games more interesting. You're adding a fun wrinkle that you can tinker with. And I think it'll be cool, man. It's all about how the players buy in, though. And if you're a player, again, you end up dividing that pot of money. So it's in your best interest to make this thing work. Like, that's why I thought it was funny when they were all bitching about the playing tournament. Because I'm like, yo, if this works, it brings more money to the league, which ultimately makes players more money. Um, so, yeah, I- I'm excited for it, man. I like it. I, I think it's a great idea. And you got to try new things.
1: No question. I agree 100%. I think it'll be fun. It, it-, it gives – there's a – the biggest problem the NBA has – a league that doesn't have many problems to be completely honest is that there's some games that people don't show up to purely on a lot of different aspects, travel, whatever. The, the regular season is long. 82 games is a long, long, long season. This gives a little, a little juice to the middle of that schedule. That's it. And, and I'm open to it more c- competitively. I think automatically, these guys will compete harder than they would for a regular season game, and that's all we're asking for here. If you get to the semifinal of a new cup and it's single elimination, you're going to pull up trying to win those games. That's it. That's all. The competition will be there coming down the stretch. You even see it throughout the league. A perfect example of how guys will step up if it comes down to it is when they made the Kobe Bryant rules in the All-Star game. And it got to the fourth quarter and it was a race to a certain score to win the game. Those games, even if they were all-star games, got competitive because these are the top competitive athletes in the world. And that's exactly what the NBA Cup will bring. People were worried about the play-in. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. The play-in is awesome. The NBA Cup, maybe it takes a little more steam than the play-in because it's not, you know, directly connected to the playoffs. But once this starts to roll. And, and, you know, years down the road, I think this will be a great addition to the NBA. And Silver, more than Stern, is just willing to try things and will scrap shit, too. Like, ah, I didn't really like that. That didn't work, whatever it is. But he's willing to try things. He's shown that over the years with the All-Star game, with the play-in, with this now NBA Cup. And it's proven to be very fun for soccer specifically <clears throat> where oh, people okay. care about it. It'll, it starts to become Nick. This is going to be become that thing where like th- that NBA team won the double. They won the yeah, NBA cup. They won sure. the championship like that type of thing.
0: Well, and you know what else it adds intrigue to gambling? Of course. What's what's dry. What's one of the big, you know, I don't, <laughs> don't got to explain this. Yeah. To you, but what's one of the biggest drivers of popularity of sports right now? Is gambling. So you're you adding. Ha- you
1: think it's a coincidence that the semifinal <laughs> in the championship are at T-Mobile Arena <laughs> exactly. in Las Vegas exactly. on Las Vegas Boulevard? So
0: it's like, hey, our gambling partners like this. Have a little more action. You guys are adding some more, more meaningful games, more nationally televised games, more games that the public's going to have an interest in, and that interest will translate into gambling. No Absolutely. Question. So yeah, when you talk about silver, like throwing shit on the wall and see if it sticks, I love it, man. Like again. There's 82. We've all agreed that 82 games is a long ass season and there's a lot of games we just don't care about. Like you and I are NBA junkies. There is a stretch of the calendar where it's like, all right, I got to go back upstairs to my family for a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I kinda, shit is, shit is kind of calm down. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean, yeah. I know where we're right. at. We're kind of in cruise control right here. I'm going I'm to go back until it's time to go back into hibernation when we're getting closer to the playoffs. So what you're doing now is you're, you're yeah, you're adding a lot of intrigue to a bunch of games that had. No meaning to them, and and for all for all teams too. Again, like all teams are going to be able to compete in it. If you follow it in soccer, there's always surprises. Always surprises in anything like this. And America loves a tournament.
1: Yeah, everybody loves tournament. Everybody loves it. Your team is in it; they'll love it. So everybody gets a shot to to get out of the group stage. Um, There's already group odds out if you want to bet teams to come out of certain groups. (laughs) Of course, there are. That's going to be fun. (laughs) So. I, I have no problem with the NBA. Do you, NBA you have
0: part. those? Do you have those up by any chance?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do, actually. Hold on one sec. So,
0: one if you seven, haven't if like seen... like an overwhelming favorite for to get out of the uh, the group?
1: If you haven't... No, no one really. If you haven't seen them yet, I would highly suggest you go check them out. But um, the NBA group winners. So, first of all, it's completely random for the East and then completely random for the West, but they it stays in division. So Group A for the East is Philly, the Cavs, the Hawks, the Pacers, and the Pistons. Philadelphia is the the leader there for the Cup at plus 160. Cleveland's plus 250. The Hawks are plus 400. East Group B is Milwaukee, Miami, the Knicks, the Wizards.
0: Let let me guess who – give me the group and let me guess who the favorite is.
1: Okay. Yeah. So East Group B is Uh Milwaukee, Miami, the Knicks, Washington, and
0: Charlotte. Everything would tell you that this should be Milwaukee, but I, I, it's going to be Milwaukee, but it's not as close as you think it is.
1: Yeah. It should be. Milwaukee, the Bucks are plus 130. Miami's plus 200. The Knicks are That's plus it, 425. Interesting. And then let me, I, I won't go in order this time. East Group C is Toronto, the Bulls, the Nets, Orlando, and the Celtics. Boston. Yeah. Minus 105 for Boston. But after that, it's pretty even. Brooklyn's plus 500. The Bulls are plus 500. The Raptors are plus six fifty, and the Magic are plus six fifty. Now, remember, the group stages are only are going to be four games, two home, two away. Right. So you it's could get clipped. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it's you know what I'm saying. You might have to only play Boston you once. get
0: caught up. Yeah. You
1: get you beat Boston. Next thing you know, they're they're second in the group, and you get that that W at plus 500, five to one. All sure. uh, the West Group A. This is this is a tight one. We got Memphis. The Grizzlies, the Lakers, the Jazz, the Suns, and the Blazers.
0: Oh, Phoenix—that's a Lakers, hell of a group, yeah. Phoenix, because Utah's the type of team fuck around and catch you in a tournament <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, um, I'll give you to you one more I'll time: Suns, that. Lakers, Grizzlies, Jazz, Blazers. Suns, yeah. Suns plus one forty. Lakers plus one eighty. So a little forty cent difference there. Memphis is plus four seventy five. West Group B: Clippers, Mavs. Pels, Nuggets, Rockets. That's a fun-ass group. That's a fun group. Clippers, Mavericks, Pelicans, Nuggets, Rockets.
0: Nuggets, for sure. But I think the second is the biggest one on that. Is it uh, it the Mavs It's the Clippers? It got to be the Clippers, right? Yeah,
1: Clippers plus 280. Yeah, Nuggets plus 180. Clippers plus 280. Mavs plus 330. And then West Group C, also a fun one. (laughs) San Antonio. The Thunder, the Timberwolves, Warriors, and Kings. Man. Super tight.
0: The Warriors obviously are going to be the favorite in that, but I don't know Sacramento.
1: Yeah, it's Sacramento, tight. It's got to be super tight. Tied for first. Sacramento's plus two fifty. The Warriors are plus two fifty. The Thunder wow. are plus the Thunder are plus three hundred. Minnesota is wow. plus three sixty. That's not too far off. And then uh, the Win Spurs are plus twelve hundred.
0: So go outside to, the Spurs, everybody's really tight in that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Go to my my go to my Twitter page. It's up there. Couple. Couple of tweets down, you can see the full list of the breakdown. So, yeah, see, yeah that's great. Gonna...
0: Even just talking about that right then and there yeah. is like, I don't know who could win that group. Like you said, like, yeah, one game literally makes a huge difference in getting out of that, uh, out of that stage. So, I, I love it, man. That's a great, yeah,
1: idea. it's gonna be fun. And it, it's not additional games, it still goes towards yeah. that full 82 game regular season schedule. All right, let's move over to... I wonder some, who gets the,
0: uh, is the broadcast. Is it a TNT and ESPN? They're, they're going to announce...
1: They, 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 they mentioned in the article on NBA.com that they're going to announce the television rights, but yeah. it'll be nationally televised.
0: Interesting.
1: They mentioned. So we'll see how that shakes. Let's move over to Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald fired after 17 years as the head coach of the Northwestern football program. Allegations come out have come out of hazing racist culture a lot of sexual acts within the hazing a lot of different 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 wild things from a program that is about culture more than winning if we're going to be completely honest
0: absolutely
1: if if you want to talk about ohio state and if they're there to win games or build up young men, they're there to win games. If you want to talk about Alabama, Saban probably likes to raise young men, but it's winning first.
0: If those young men don't win, he's not raising them anymore. Not worried about it.
1: (laughs) You come to Northwestern still first and foremost as essentially probably the, the, the one between Northwestern and Stanford you can almost consider them Ivy League type schools. For sure. That are not in the Ivy League. It is about raising young, strong men first, being about a student athlete representing Northwestern well. And then if you happen to win some football games as well, That's great. that is welcome. And All- let's let's
0: let's add to that. Let's give go ahead. Go ahead.
1: So that as far that is the culture so much so that Northwestern under Pat Fitzgerald has won a few bowl games. We're going to get into it: the Holiday Bowl, the Music City Bowl, the Pinstripe Bowl. After a seven and six season,
0: they won These, a Citrus Bowl. They a Citrus ball. give them the credit.
1: Yeah, they won the Citrus Bowl after ago. after a shortened season.
0: Yeah.
1: In the, in, the middle of, uh, in the middle of the pandemic. Asterisk. So what I'm getting at is they haven't really won too, too much. And they went out and gave Pat Fitzgerald a 10-year extension in 2021. And they built the Northwestern football program an absolute state-of-the-art facility. And, one they're of the trying best, to get, and they're
0: trying to get an $800 million stadium across the line. One of
1: the, one of the top athletic facilities in the entire country is at Northwestern, a non-football school. And the only reason that gets done is because Pat Fitzgerald is raising and leading young men. And they're turning into great guys. And the Northwestern football program is seen in a positive light they how do they even win seven games a year pat fitzgerald's just willing them to seven wins a year how else is it being done without pat fitzgerald it's it's actually unbelievable what pat fitzgerald is doing no one else could do it i don't think that that's the that's the 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 aura around pat fitzgerald and the northwestern football program now Oh my God! The allegations come out that maybe he hasn't been leading young men too too well, and the culture isn't as sparkly and clean as once thought. Mm. Stor- story comes out from the Northwestern students; they break it down. Own they people. have they have a <laughs> <laughs> they have a couple anonymous athletes. Which of course they do because, I, hey, I, I, I'm not the biggest guy on anonymous, but th- th- these are the type of people that deserve to be anonymous
0: for sure. You don't, yeah, don't, don't want to get blackballed athletes. by Northwestern. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Those are the guys that deserve to be anonymous. The the the, the NBA so to talking lose. to some the uh, the GM <laughs> yeah, saying anonymous sure. is is a <laughs> completely different right. But okay, that's a completely different story. <laughs> these guys have the right to be anonymous. They had a couple athletes initially. And then as the days went on, a couple additional athletes came forward and said, hey, I have pictures of whiteboards in the locker room essentially laying out hazing and what we're going to do and what freshmen need to get ready for, et cetera, et cetera. That also might be the reason over the last two years the program is 4-20. and What's the record? Four and twenty. Four wins and twenty losses. He saw Pat Fitzgerald signed a 10-year, $57 million deal in 2021 and has backed it up with a 4-20 and combined record. One and eight back to back in the Big Ten after the said Citrus Bowl in the shortened season that Nick DeQuick brought up earlier. In the last four seasons. Pat FitzGerald is 14 <laughs> Pat FitzGerald is 14 and 31. And that's including a 7 win season. So, what I'm getting at and where I where I'll then kick it to Nick is Pat FitzGerald had to be fired. There was no other option here. Clearly, there was something going on. Big, big smoke. There's pictures. There's athletes, former, under him, coming out and saying, yeah, this was the culture. Pat Pat may not, and also, I don't know if Pat knew or not. He probably did, in my opinion. But if he doesn't, that's your job to know. And it's clear you didn't know what was going on on the football field because you've won you're four and twenty the last two, and you don't know what's going on in the locker room. So yeah, this is an easy pack up. Go ahead and take off. Um, the hazing. And these are and by the way, Nick. This is not like a, a a team that he's inheriting, and some of these players aren't his.
0: Been there for seventeen years.
1: He's been there forever.
0: He is the culture of the program. He
1: is the culture. He recruited every single player on the field, in the building.
0: Hired every coach.
1: Hired every coach. Hired everything. These are the guys that you went and got that are perpetuating these actions. It was time for Pat Fitzgerald to go. I actually think that Northwestern can be Notre Dame when it comes to actually competing. If they were to go out and go get a real coach. They're in the Big Ten. They're in Chicago. There's no reason why they shouldn't be able to get big time athletes that can pass the the, the testing and, and get entry into Northwestern. They should be right there with Notre Dame when it comes to that, in my opinion. But I like to I like to to here at No Ketchup, we like to think highly and and, and try to go after some shit. That might sound far fetched to some. I know the culture at Notre Dame. But a the there, there, there's no excuse to go four and twenty with the best facilities in the country, a new potential stadium on the way, and you just got a ten-year extension worth forty-eight million dollars. You can't do that. It's not. It, it shouldn't fly. So, um, I feel bad for the kids that got hazed. There's all. There's the suicide potential talk, and seems like mentally some of the kids are shook up. So I feel terrible about that. But Northwestern made the right play. It was time for
0: Pat Jail to go. Man, so that was uh that was I'm gonna go ahead and say in what maybe six six or seven years that we've been doing this, that was probably one of the, the best things I've ever seen you lay out. Like you just cooked there for a minute. So I'm gonna back that up with a couple things, couple couple facts about this. Number one, when we talk about Northwestern, um, full disclosure, we're we're from Evanston, we've lived in Evanston, uh, we've grown up close to this university. So when we talk about how they view themselves how they carry themselves, and what matters to them, like, for sure, 100%, trust us. We know what we're talking about because, again, we're, we've been around Northwestern for a large part of our lives. So you nailed that. You hit that right on the head. Uh, second thing is Sean hates Pat Fitzgerald, has been calling for Pat Fitzgerald's head for years, and it's felt everything he just said as far as Pat Fitzgerald's stewardship of the Northwestern program are things that he has been saying for quite a long time. So so this isn't a new take, and I know you truly believe this way. But it's funny that you feel that way because you just laid it out, right? That's all they ask him to do. The culture, the prestige of the university, how you're viewed in the community, how you carry yourself, how your program is looked at, that is what matters to Northwestern, right? When every three or four years, Right, make a splash, go to a bowl game, but what really matters is the image, right? Like bleed purple, all that. And for seventeen years, that's hundred percent what Pat Fitzgerald did. Um I will say this, he's had some good stretches. You talk about that four year stretch, the last four years where he's uh I forget what he said the record is, but the previous four years to that, he did win, I want to say 29 games over that particular four year period or third I'm sorry, thirty something games over that four year period. So he has had some success, but no. You look at other universities, they went 1-11 last year, right? And we didn't hear a peep about job security for Pat Fitzgerald. So Northwestern has always been clear in exactly what it is that they expect, and that's that you represent the program the right way. Like you said, raise upstanding young men, right? Don't end up in the news for the wrong reason, right? And represent the university. I think that's why, if you remember a few years ago, when like Kane Coulter and them were trying to unionize, It was a big deal. Like, even Fitzgerald threw them under the bus. It was like, hey, this isn't how we do things here. Like, we like to handle things privately. So once it became a big story, you knew it was over with Fitzgerald. It's not even about the allegations. It's not even about what happened. It's not about what's being alleged. It's not about any of that. It's about the fact that it made Northwestern look bad, and the story blew up more than they thought. Part of that's on them. You tried to dump this on a Friday afternoon. You know what the deal is. If you try to put a story out on a Friday afternoon, you are hoping and praying that it dies a death over the weekend. And come Monday, when everybody's picking up their quote-unquote newspapers or whatever it is, come Monday morning, it's no longer a story. Unfortunately, your own student, or fortunately for you, your own student newspaper picked it up and said, oh, no, 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 this is odd. Why are they suspending Pat Fitzgerald randomly for two weeks in July? They got a hold of it. They conducted a couple interviews, and next thing you know, it's a national story. It's not helped by the fact that fifty percent of sports media, the prominent ones, went to Northwestern, right? Some of your largest voices in sports media went to North. They either went to Northwestern or went to Syracuse, like that. Shout out Greenberg. There. Shout out Greenberg, Will Bond, even your boy Rovell, um, colleague. <laughs>
1: My Action Network colleague, Action
0: yeah. Network colleague Darren Rovell, whoever it is, right. A lot of them. And people are just close to that particular program through the journalism aspect. Um, So it's not helped by that. Like, the story just wasn't going to die. Northwestern should have known better than to drop this on people on a Friday afternoon. If you really want any chance of salvaging the story, you should have been out front with it, said this is what we're doing, this is why we're doing it, and not have given anybody else a chance to run with it. You dropped it off on a Friday afternoon. Your student newspaper picked it up. And next thing you know, it's massive. And once all that came out, it was over with. Now – right? Look what happens. This is what Northwestern didn't really want. Once you start looking into the football program and interviewing a couple players, you're going to go back and interview more players, more players, more players. And whenever you look at anything, no matter how clean it is, you're going to find some dirt, right? Now it's like, hey, we got an issue with the baseball team. Right after that, they drop a bombshell about the baseball team. And now it's like, oh shit, I guarantee you this AD is on his way out. Because in that baseball story, they're saying that people went to him and he ignored it. So he's going to be out. The fallout's going to be crazy because, like you said, what Northwestern cares about is image. And this is bad for their image. They look incompetent. It looks like they run a program just like everybody else where all this stuff happens. And again, we know Northwestern. They tried to hold themselves in the regard like we are a program where things like this don't happen. So when you look like everybody else and you're the subject of national attention and you leave Center last night, Right, And if, you get up, if it wasn't for Wimbledon, you're leading get up this morning. You're leading first take this morning. right? That's the last thing that Northwestern wants. If you know anything about that university, more so than anybody else, that's the last thing that they want. Even if Pat Fitzgerald had been a winning coach, he's out. As soon as that story picked up national traction.
1: I was going to say.
0: Shame on and- them for trying to do the Friday afternoon news dump. That's, that's shameful. You knew what you were doing. We're, we're not dumb.
1: And on top of that, y'all not winning any games?
0: You're not winning any games. But that doesn't nah, matter. It, they could have went 12 and 0 last sure. year. He's getting fired. Sure,
1: but I'm just saying it's all it's like a, it's like extra. It's like you you're running a bullshit culture and a and a bullshit on the feet. If you're gonna be running a bullshit clown culture with hazing in it. You better be showing up on Saturdays at the very least. But
0: they don't even care about that, even if you work. Peppers-Gerald had that job for life as long as he didn't embarrass the program. 100%. He had that job for He turned down other jobs. Michigan, no. NFL, no. Whoever, no. I can literally be at Michigan, or Northwestern, make $5 million a year for the rest of my life.
1: And like it or not, for a guy like me, that I agree with you, Nick. That was going to be the case. That's great win 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 every other four every other three years win nine games you were fine it's
0: nine win six <laughs> win seven every don't, other don't, don't every don't other 11 five yet.
1: years win win seven game, eight games and you're straight but uphold That's... the
0: program help us get this stadium built be a man about town yep like it, come it, on man it's, it's a simple formula that job over there you don't have yeah. there's no pr- there's no pressure to win any right. other big – Rutgers, you can go 1-11. You're on the hot seat.
1: Yeah, Maryland.
0: Northwestern. You, I didn't even know – this is how much – I didn't even know they went one eleven 11 last year. The only game they won was in Ireland because you didn't hear a peep about his job specula- his job status. Anybody uh, else goes 1-11, you better win the next year.
1: It's, it's crazy that it's been 17 seasons. He's been the head years. coach since 2006. That's when I graduated high school. high school. That's our whole adult life. Our whole
0: adult life, he's been the head coach Northwestern.
1: Yeah, and he was going to
0: be there for the rest of it. He's going to be there for my daughter's adult life. Like I'm telling you, that guy would have been there for the next thirty years.
1: No question. So now there's the issue
0: of the forty two million that they own.
1: Yeah, that's going to
0: be an issue. (laughs) Because something tells me he wants that bread. I think he wants that. He's not going to. You know, you guys can have that. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, Something, something tells me he's gonna want that. But yeah, really tough situation. I, I really don't. I don't understand that hazing shit at all, man. I, I, I get the 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 male bags. bonding. I get all.
0: Yeah, I get the carrying back, carrying bag, bags. Carry my pads. I rookie. get all that. Yeah, yeah that's bring like, donuts that, on the road trip. Yeah, the the a naked it, quarterback exchange change, to me just doesn't really sound like any type of brotherhood. Running through yeah. a shower naked with a bunch of other guys in an act to humiliate me doesn't sound like brotherhood, right? Jumping coming into my room at night in mass and dry humping me doesn't really sound like yeah. brotherhood or something I want to be a part of, nor do I understand what kind of you know humility it really teaches me. Like I, that shit is weird. Like yeah. someone explain. Maybe someone who can explain to me. What having a naked quarterback center well, exchange? Look, you amongst know how some does. of these people that's out here. Weird, bro. You
1: know how some of these people come like that's their comedic style. That's stuff just stuff like that to them is funny. Yeah, it is it is weird. And I'm gonna tell you this: stuff like that in the culture, when that stuff starts to spark up, is typically comes from big voices in the locker room that are actually big time players. Because those are the guys that carry the juice and can get people to do things.
0: Your offensive linemen. the third, the
1: the third string tackles not getting anyone to <laughs> do a, like, a, a naked yeah. quarterback. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, yeah, for sure. also, I can guarantee you, no big time freshmen that are coming in there are doing any of that bullshit.
0: Yeah.
1: No. And no. Five, well, first of all, there's not
0: a lot of five, five stars, stars walking in there anyway. So but yeah. That's star quarterback. Positive. Like yeah, yeah.
1: A, a smaller type of program typically that type of shit happens you're not getting you're not getting five-star guys to do goofy ass shit like that at i just at, yeah. at, at at lsu or alabama i guess potentially if that's the culture but it's just it's, it's what a are lot you more get rare. i just
0: don't understand it like so what was the, the shower thing they had to do was like everybody would line up tight right and you had to run through it naked or some shit like that I, I didn't I tried to read it. I yeah, couldn't fully understand it. Go check
1: it, out the article. It, it was a lot of fucking, it was a lot of shit. They
0: a lot of bozo shit.
1: They made you go in the locker room and it was dark and people had purge masks on and you would. It was like some 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 really weird weird odd ass shit. So, uh, <laughs> salute to Pat Fitzgerald uh, for stealing all that money for all these years. <laughs> and um, we'll just leave it at that because there's not a lot of places. In the world where you could be as mediocre for seventy five percent of the time that Pat Fitzgerald was, and get paid top dollar, and, and would have had a li- essentially a lifelong, lifelong position.
0: Life, he was never getting fired.
1: He's never getting and fired. And
0: people are up in arms about him getting fired. That's how you know how. Yeah, that's uh, how,
1: how. Oh, dude, the culture around Pat Fitzgerald is something like it's very almost cult like. If you go go hop on I'm Twitter and Pat Fitzgerald, it's like. This I would I do this and that. This guy's a leader. All this other Driver, shit.
0: Drive around Evanston during football season. People used to have the big yard signs. I signed with Fitz. Yeah, it's, that it's, shit was all over the place. Yeah, yeah they love that guy.
1: Loser ass football team. Um, so should so yeah. they
0: bring? I think it's Mike Kafka.
1: I don't know. I'm not plugged in enough in the college football ranks to see who they should bring in. But I I think that that is a. I know it's Northwestern. I know it's hard for kids to get in there, but job. that should be a competitive squad, man. This is not Rutgers. This is not Maryland. None of that, man. They could be I, a competitive football team year I in don't and think year out.
0: I don't think it's fair. People try to compare it to Stanford. Stanford's different because you're recruiting out of the state of California and it's the most talent-rich state in the country. Uh, Northwestern isn't doing that. But, yes, you put a little bit of money behind it. And, and trust me, Northwestern has plenty, 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 Plenty oh, yeah. money, and then you want to not- <laughs> yeah. add the nil. You want to
1: add the nil Chicago nil, yeah, and Come all the on, business, man. all the
0: local businesses that have Northwestern ties in Chicago. Yeah, yeah it could it could be done Just if the be- boosters really came together. We're like, yeah, we want to, you know, really pump nil money to Northwestern. You would start seeing donors that real cash.
1: No doubt, no doubt about it. All right, let's close out the episode, the Netflix quarterback show. Are you going to be tuned in? Are you going to be locked in? It features Mahomes. It features uh, Marcus Mariota from last year, was running quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. And, of course, the fun-loving, regular season killer, Minnesota Viking, Kirk Cousins. It's just those three, yeah? Yeah,
0: it's just those three. Uh, Mahomes,
1: Mahomes, Cousins, and Mariota. Are you going to be locked in, Nick DeQuick?
0: Yeah, I think I'm locked in. I think Netflix has done a great job on the sports documentaries. Going back to Drive to Survive, which we we loved and thought it's one of the best best yeah. done. You can go to That's, full. That kicked it off. Yeah, you can go to Full Swing, which is the golf one. I think it's Full Swing for golf, and then the uh, the tennis one uh, with Pitch Fever. Pitch is back, it? Or back
1: shot or something?
0: Back shot <laughs> back something? Shot. Back no. shot. <laughs> 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 hey, what you been watching? <laughs> 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 uh, talking about other Netflix? No, yeah, not back shot.
1: It's a. Uh... <laughs> front, front court or something like that.
0: So like that. Breakpoint.
1: <laughs> break break point. Point. That's <laughs> what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> Breakpoint. Breakpoint. That's what it is.
0: That's the next one. Um, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm definitely gonna, I'm gonna be tuned in. I think it'll be interesting. Um I, I, I wanna know how in depth they get. You know, what I mean, because I feel like uh I feel like you'll probably get a lot from Mariota because I think he it, there was some interesting shit that happened with him on the yeah. Falcons, and he like and I mean didn't they banish him from the team basically? Yeah, like they sent him away. It um, should be
1: yeah, it'll be. He's also he he's the only guy actually fighting for his like NFL fighting career. for his
0: job. So yeah, you,
1: I think week to week you'll be able to see a lot of different things of like that. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Well, you and you got three guys at three completely different levels, right? You have the best quarterback in the NFL in Mahomes. You have a. Whatever you want to call Kirk Cousins, whatever level he's at, you have Kirk Cousins, that middle levels, sure. And then you have the bottom level with Mariota. Um, If they get access and it's like how they've done their other shows, man, I'm tuned in. They gave that four-minute little trailer yesterday that just dropped. I don't know if you got a chance to see that. Yeah, I watched Uh, a little bit of it. Yeah, I'm going to be locked, man. I'm excited. I would love it if the NBA did something like this, but...
1: I think the the Kirk Cousins is going to be the most interesting out of the three for me because they were cooking
0: he's going to be playing football and praying
1: they had a cook they do they were cooking though well what well, they were what how many they had 12 wins next, last year yeah 11 wins like, yeah
0: yeah one point they were 10 and 2 right
1: yeah 11 or 12 wins last year won every single uh one score game 8-0 yep. NFL record he did the whole wearing the chains thing the the squad seemed to be behind him um he's a pretty polarizing guy especially when it comes to the the, the quarterback position so we'll see how that shit shakes Oh, uh. I like to think I know a lot about Mahomes, but maybe I don't. So I, I'm gonna be tuned in just to see it all and just to see how he goes about his is, business.
0: Is his Pop's gonna be on the show? That's the real question. Yeah, that's the
1: that's the real star of the show. <laughs> if his dad is on the show, it's a wrap. Baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> if his dad is on the show, it's that's the it's a the it's Joe a Burrow. massive, massive. I'm hit. Joe Burrow. <laughs> but uh but yeah, man, yeah, the NBA would be great. I, I actually tweeted this because I was watching Wimbledon this morning. I think all that shit should be mic'd up. You go over to your box and you talk to your coach. All of that should be mic'd. I want to hear sure. what they're saying, how that go, how how that sounds. I think you know the tennis and the golf still deal with the the classy piece of you know. It's a,
0: Not unless you live. A, <laughs> First, obviously <off>, <laughs> the details that you see the details that came out.
1: Uh-uh, the uh, the agreement.
0: Yeah, the potential agreement. So Tiger and Rory would each get a live team. That live chairman Saudi buddy gets gets a gets an gets an Augusta membership.
1: <laughs> no, of course he does. Yeah,
0: he yeah. gonna be
1: walking around the Augusta in, yeah. the, in the fit.
0: Yes, oh, bro, man. with the fucking, with three hundred billion dollars of wealth funding them too. Yeah, um, and there was a couple other things, but that was the big thing. So Tiger and Warrior would each get a live team. Live I don't know what with, that means. What oh, do you
1: mean they get a live team? What does that mean? I don't.
0: I don't know anything about live. So I guess there's teams in live. But isn't? Maybe? But it's not. There's not going to be live
1: anymore. I thought it was going to be well, one no, thing.
0: I, I, that's what it said. They get a live team, and then Greg Norman's out. <laughs> Greg Norman would be out. So after all this, Greg Norman. The is like, done with you.
1: Hey, we have one request. You guys can do whatever you want. <laughs> this fucking guy can give up. Greg. Greg Norman is an absolute. Fucking full stop. <laughs> he cannot be involved. He's, he's
0: banished from golf. <laughs> like, like, yeah, we'll take everything. Hey, we'll even give this guy a fucking Augusta membership. Yes, Greg Norman cannot be involved. Like, the Why? shark has got to go. <laughs> he's got to go.
1: So no yeah, I, think
0: my, I think my man's getting the Augusta membership. Yeah, like you said, he's gonna be in the. He's gonna be in Augusta, fully fitted up. I hope with so. his people playing.
1: I hope he is. Oh, I hope he brings all his boys hey, too. I hope with all- more
0: money than anybody in there.
1: I literally hope they're walking around in the full fit all weekend. It'd be fucking top, top, top (laughs) tier content, and they're gonna have to interview him and shit. Yeah, like it's gonna be. be You want to tell people? No, people. It'll be be like the World Cup. Remember
0: remember the World Cup when my man's put the shit on Messi?
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) be like
0: that. Yeah, it's gonna be like that. Yo, they
1: fuck around and change the green jacket. Gonna be the black cloak they going to change the shit. they we
0: The Black Cloak. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the we, messy, hey, the messy, we have requests. We have requests. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, you have, yeah. Greg Norman, sure. We we'll get rid this, of Greg. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah, no yeah no
1: we'll get rid of Greg. He's done. What if they got him? They oh they, God, they put
0: dude. the thing on him put for the, 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 the master, joint, dog. Put the joint on him? Yeah. You <laughs> think Tiger be up there in the joint? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Tiger be up there, at the
1: joint. <laughs> U.S. Open champ. They got him on the, They got him with the with the, the joint shit. on. U.S. Oh, Open. Man. Yeah,
0: you're wearing you're wearing the joint. Oh what's my that God, called? Bro. It's not a turban. It's a uh,
1: what's that called? A hijab. Yeah, is that no? It's, it's, I thought that was the woman's.
0: Uh, I don't know what though. we're going to. we must get canceled. Islam. On,
1: what? We're not saying nothing wrong.
0: <laughs> the job for men. Yeah, I don't know what it's
1: called. Scarf. I, mean, I don't want to be ignorant, but the black the black. Oh, thing some of them that, shits
0: be looking tough, though. That, yo, the shit, on with it. That bro, shit looks tough, bro. The shit if I went out all- to Dubai, I'd be all over that.
1: Bro, this shit is <laughs> pressed. See, so yes, crazy. Yes. I've never seen a wrinkle oh. on none of these. They'd be Pattern, pressed. crazy,
0: yeah. Super, super, super white.
1: starched out white. Fresh. Yeah, super tough.
0: You throw the sunglasses on with it. You look You look like your yeah. business, man. You don't yeah. take like, no for, a minute, for, for nobody. Yeah, so my man's is going to be in Augusta. They're going to have a team, Greg Norman's out, and there was something else. But those are pretty much the details. That was the proposal that was uh, that was sent through. No comment yet from Rory or Tiger's agent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't want it. They have to have uh, it. Yeah, they, have to
0: have it. Oh, they don't want a team. They have yeah, to. have yeah, it. You have a team. <laughs> you have a team. <laughs> like, well, hey, we're, we're one organization now. <laughs> I was listening to somebody who was like, "Oh, this is a you know, it's a huge win for the PGA because they're essentially going to be in charge." I'm like. Uh... I was way. watching
1: Real Sports <laughs> and Brian Gumble did a little piece on the live tour the uh, PGA Tour Major and he they the got they were talking to some guy I don't know his name but you should go check out the clip on Real Sports HBO. And the agreement is the Saudis are going to fund everything and the PGA are going to run everything. And the guy goes, "Where is if that?" That's work? The, he goes, "If that's the case, it's the only organization in the world where the person that pays the bills doesn't run. Doesn't run. Yeah, what's going yeah. on? Hey, yeah, you, go, like, you
0: guys, do whatever you want. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I was like, yeah, that sounds yeah. exactly exactly right. That doesn't, exactly right.
0: doesn't ever worked in the history of mankind. If I'm never, paying, I'm yeah. saying. Yes, and you're, you're. We want you. We want people to think you're in charge. We might. We yeah. might even let you think you're in charge. You're not in charge. I'm not in charge. These yes. listen, man. These folks didn't get where they're at by fucking having somebody else.
1: Well, bro, less is not even overcomplicated. If I'm paying all the bills and I want something done a certain way, it's going to be done that way.
0: What's the That's value? just how the world works. What's the value of the Saudi, uh, the Saudi fund? It's six hundred and fifty billion dollars is the private investment fund value for Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Six hundred and fifty billion and they, dollars. And it's
1: and it seems like they could just add another billion if they want. <laughs> yeah, it's <to>. nothing. That's yeah. <laughs> some more so, oil over there. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it seems like an endless, endless, endless.
0: Yeah, the, of the well, the well is never dry. The well is no not dry intended. over there in Saudi yeah, Arabia. They're, they're That's fine. For sure.
1: Yes. That's gonna do it for no catch-up sports talk via Chicago for Big Nick the Quick. I'm your host. A little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere. Tell a homie. Tell a friend. Share the episode, and uh, we might be on a little summer break here, but we'll, we'll 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 peek in, peek out throughout the summer. Next thing you know, football will be on the horizon. We'll be back fully loaded once, twice a week. You know how we get down for Big Nick the Quick. I'm your host, Sean Little. No catch on sports live in Chicago. We'll see y'all next time.